You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome to another episode of The Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. Uh, my guest today in studio, very, very talented comedian. You guys know her, you love her. Put your hands together for Courtney Gilmore, everyone. Nobody's out there. <laughs> and I, I fucked up with the Hello. hand thing again. You put yelled at me the last time. Together. I, yeah, you yelled at me the last time I introed you on my show because I said put Did your hands Did I yell? I, well, well, you I, just... No, I secretly love it, though, when you do it. And I think if we, <laughs> I've been on your show enough times where I think we have a thing now where it's like you say something thing and then i yeah. do a little thing back i, I think uh, it's fun uh for those of you uh who don't know who courtney is um courtney is a uh, comedian born with uh just one leg right just one leg no hands no hands. i got arms one's at the elbow one's at the wrist nice so i've got one of each <laughs> one of each <laughs> one of each yeah yeah and then i uh because i didn't i don't even think of these things and when uh you were like oh thanks for saying put your hands together so <laughs> i believe the next time i introduced you i said she got mad i told everyone to put their hands together so uh could everybody stomp their good foot for courtney <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one i like yeah, that yeah, yeah. I, I you know we're here to have fun right yeah. That's what the whole That's point is. That's what the is. whole point There's is. And more. I don't want anyone to feel weird about having hands. And fr- I want you to flaunt them, you know, flaunt your fingers, you Here know. Here I am waving my hands around, <laughs> talking like an Italian in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> you know that I do that and I don't realize because, because I've not had hands my whole life, I feel like I was like raised to just mimic other people's behavior and you talking with your hands is a very natural yes. thing and to me i do it a lot with my arms and to me it feels like i'm using hands yeah. but to anyone else they're like this girl is flailing her elbows <laughs> at my face but to me it just feels is she pointing that thing at me <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's probably rude what i'm doing uh, that's great um so you were born this way yes um do we know the cause or was uh, kind of ambiguous floating around type reasons like the hospital I was born in in Sarnia sort of attributed yeah Sarnia (laughs) enough said um, sort of attributed to like environmental pollution there's um, a place called I don't know is it Walkerton? no but there's a place around Sarnia like where all the chemical factories are called Chemical Valley and my parents worked there and my mom when she was pregnant with me would drive through Chemical Valley every day and it's just like rampant with toxins and just yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. bad air emitted you know 24 7 so a lot of people are breathing some pretty was there uh was there an indication before you were born no that's the weird part is that <laughs> on the ultrasound they're like she's got all her fingers on her toes like they yeah. were just like no, there was no they didn't know uh, was, was it an ultrasound on a monday and the uh the I, I don't know if there's looks good she's there good. there's a blob there <laughs> This looks fine. We hear a heartbeat. Here's and, your picture. Yeah. It's posted on your Facebook. What year was this? How old are you? 84. I'm 33. Oh, you're 84. So, but you, were, you look much younger. I know. I got that, uh, I don't know, little baby face. I've been wearing skincare <laughs> regimens since I was 18. I've been prepping for this. There were other kids born that year mm-hmm. missing limbs in the same hospital as me, which is also weird. And I know them and our stories are interesting because their parents got ultrasounds that told them okay. that like they could t- they could tell. Uh, maybe I was 
maybe I had weird angles. Maybe mm-hmm. I was facing away from the. She was I don't shy. Know. <laughs> I was shy. I was tucking them in. <laughs> I was like, that's not my best side. So I don't know. So it's very interesting. Um, was there ever like a like a lawsuit or anything? Or no, they. I mean, they like have class action. If there's multiple people, I know a lot of people have mentioned that. I think my parents were probably advised to maybe sort of seek some sort of. They did try to to at least talk to people about like, hey, like babies, because the the rate of children that were being born with disabilities mm-hmm. was insane. Um, so there is a link, that, yeah, yeah, but yeah, they, yeah. I think they were just like, but they just didn't know who to trace. Yeah, them exactly. To, it's so hard to trace, and you're like, you know what? She, we're just gonna raise her the way we want to <laughs> raise her, and we'll just treat her like no different, and whatever. What so. did mom and dad do? They were, they've had a number of jobs. They were bank managers when I was growing up, and then they both got into real estate. They both have had parallel jobs growing up, my parents. Both Do they work together, managers. like start their own like, real um, estate team? No, my dad. Team Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> my dad does, he's a mortgage consultant, and my mom's in real estate. So okay. they both do that. They live so in they Waterloo. They work hand in hand together. Yeah, they're very, they're very linked up. And they're their, still together? Yes. Oh, yes. that's love, yeah, eh? Yeah, about 35 years, I think. Oh, my. Or something, something around there. Yeah. So you were the first i was the first i and have a younger last? brother no nope. younger brother younger brother yeah yeah he's 30 he lives in barry oh that um, sucks <laughs> he's moving i think he's moving to ottawa is he uh he's got all his limbs he's got all of them well here's the, here's the million dollar question would you rather have all your limbs and live in barry or <laughs> 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 three of them and live in toronto <laughs> i'll take what i got i hit the jackpot <laughs> Screw you, brother! <laughs> That's so funny. I'm gonna tell him that. That's good, so good. Funny. I'm sure he listens. He would. You would. I feel, well, I mean, he would. I feel like you would love him, and he would love you. Yeah. You. You have very similar sense of humor. Oh yeah, we're and both sick. And de- demeanor. Eh? Yeah. Good. And, uh, good. I, he's really. Funny. I like him already. <laughs> And he's a big Doug Gilmore fan. We found out before we started recording. Not related. Also found not, that out. Not related. Yeah. Stop oh, well. the fan mail, you uh. know. <laughs> the letters are pouring in. Do uh. people care about that? Is, where is that guy? About Doug, Doug? Yeah. I Does think, he still play hockey? No, no, no. I think he I think he works in hockey. But uh, he could, okay. uh, I think he could walk down Front Street and be hailed a king. Really? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Toronto doesn't forget Dougie. I'm so far removed from... I understand cerebrally that people appreciate the Leafs and like go crazy for them, but I would not know a Leaf no, I wouldn't walking either. in front of me. I wouldn't either. I don't know, was going back to living in Barrie or Toronto, I, would ra- I don't know if I'd want to be a Leaf in Toronto or a Yankee in New York, but uh, you're getting uh, some royal yeah. treatment either way. Yeah, that's I think, true. I think uh, a Leaf in Toronto would be good because if you're losing, they're still going to be nice <laughs> to you. But if yeah. you're a Yankee in New York, they're gonna <laughs> fucking light you up everywhere you go. If you're not, if your team's that's not doing true, good, they're nuts, man. They're crazy. I feel like we probably are easier on. Like we're just like disappointed, collectively disappointed. <laughs> but we're not like. But I actually, I don't watch or follow sports, but I actually like when the city is all out in the streets for big games and mm-hmm. it's all like this. Yeah, big, yeah, I think that's actually very. Cool. I, I do enjoy. Uh, that's that's great for the city. Alex, our producer, he really mm-hmm. seems to enjoy that. See that oh, fist yeah. bump he just did. <laughs> he just did the full <laughs> He's like, fist yeah, bump in the street. Streets, baby. <laughs> it's Alex. He uh, 
runs Never Sleeps Network. I yep. gotta say it two more times, or I don't get Never paid. Never Sleeps Network. Oh, that does that count, Alex? Mine, she does said mine it once. count? There you go, free plug. <laughs> Doing the heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you you yourself have recorded a uh, podcast at the Never Sleep Studio. I did. Yes. And what happened this with was, it? <laughs> it's on hiatus. Uh, <laughs> it's still up, but but we did record an episode with Ali Hassan here. Okay. But it was in a different studio, but yeah, they, still similarly nice and plush and yeah, mm-hmm. very high quality. Um, nice what was it, what was the podcast about? It's called So Help Me Pod. It was Could interviewing be. comedians about religion ah. and spirituality and their like experience with it or lack thereof. When, and what's your experience with religion? I was raised very religious. Yeah? Very Christian. Yeah. You, evangelical Christian. Yes. Uh, are you still a believer? Not really. Not Did your did your parents um did they say like how you were born? Did they they refer to it as God's will? Was it God's will? This is um, how God made you, dear. Yeah, sort of in that. Maybe yeah. not in those words, but yeah, I think that was the general tone was like, well, this is what God... Was there, but, what, but what religion did you say it was? Christian, Christian, but like, uh, like Baptist, okay. like evangelical Christian. But they would, if they had said that though, they wouldn't have meant that. Like you can say that in two ways. You could be like, well, this is a tragedy and that's the way God intended. Mm-hmm. But to them, it was never, they never referred to me as being something negative. Oh no, I, I wasn't No, not that you I, would I either, but no. them as a... Yes, yeah, yeah. But if they said God's plan, yeah, they probably did mention that. But um, yeah. Was it uh, like enforced on you growing up or? Um, I mean, yeah, it was part of our family. It was like we went to church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. We went to church on f- like multiple times a week doing like Bible studies and youth groups. I definitely grew up in the church. That was definitely my, my lifestyle for a long time. And when, uh, when, did, when, when did you stop doing all that? In my early 20s when yeah. I moved out and I went, <laughs> went to school. Uh, I was still actually pretty involved with it for the first couple of years. Mm-hmm. I was not a fun like first year university. I wasn't like the party girl. Mm-hmm. I tried to be, but it was never like my lifestyle and it was also such like a culture shock because i had been so like i had grown up like don't drink don't smoke don't have sex don't do anything and then i'm get thrown into windsor party scene uh so that was very different for me so that was quite an adjustment i'm pretty sure i ran into some amish people in niagara falls this weekend who were on uh rum springer is that what it's called really rum springer yeah Yeah, i saw them at dairy queen i'm like you guys can do better than this (laughs) dairy queen come on get out there Guys, you weren't even at the casino (laughs) in Niagara? (laughs) Dairy Queen. That was maybe they were easing themselves into it with a soft serve. Let's start slow. Let's start slow. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Oh, it's good. So uh, you're heavily involved with the church. Yeah. You do Sunday school, everything. Yeah, I did uh, all that. Did you go to a Christian school? I guess Baptists don't really no. have a school. Eh? We, I, I no, we went to school public school. Up. I did go to Catholic high school, but it was like not really Catholic. Like, you know, whether like mm-hmm. it was full of kids who were just like raised Catholic by culture. <laughs> Nobody was like, I never got the sense that anyone was like really I went to Catholic. Because my Catholic uh, elementary school, mm-hmm. everyone was Catholic. I think there was one kid in the class who wasn't Catholic. Really? And he would just sit back when we go to church for school. He'd sit back when we did communion. Oh, Okay. And then uh, when I got to high school, I f- started at a Catholic high school, and it was like a lot of people weren't Catholic. They yeah. Like, oh no, this is a good school, so my parents wanted me to go there. Put yeah. On a uniform every day, look like an asshole. Oh, the uniforms were the worst. It was because I was in Catholic school. Uh, I started in '94, so like everything is very grunge influenced. Mm-hmm. So the only way <laughs> yeah. you could be cool was to just have a <laughs> shitty fucking uniform. <laughs> 
and just I had two older brothers, so I never saw a new uniform ever, and like my shit was falling apart, <laughs> and uh, that was just how you like you expressed your whatever your fashion or yeah. Whatever. But did you have to wear uniforms in elementary no. Catholic? Oh, it's only I high think school. They, I remember they were trying to implement them when I was there, but uh, I think the parents put a kibosh on it. Yeah, that's but bullshit. I don't know, kids in uniform. That's that's cruel. What are we Hitler Youth here? <laughs> Fuck. I was like, such Let me a wear nerd. My Bart Simpson T-shirt. <laughs> I wore the first day of uniforms. I wore my kilt down to like past my knees. Oh. I, <laughs> I was a loser. And at lunch, my friends pulled me into the bathroom. They're like, "You can't wear up? your kilt that long." I was so scared of like getting in trouble. Did Did somebody ever come by? I remember principals used to come by with their ruler and fucking measure. Yep, they measure, measure girls' kilts if they were like. Isn't that so weird? It was and like creepy I think you weren't allowed to go like four inches above the knee. Yeah, something. it was. It's fuck, so man. strange. Yeah. Did you have to wear certain shoes? We had to wear. It was certain supposed shoes. to be dress shoes. Yeah. You know what I did? I had a pair. I found at the mall a pair of Spice Girl platform shoes <laughs> that were like vibrant colored. I really wanted to wear them, so you know what I did. And I knew that I would never pass for the uniform policy, mm-hmm. but I told my mom. I got my mom in on this. She, I told my mom to tell them that I had to wear the shoes because of my prosthetic leg <laughs> had to fit. I could only like fit in those shoes, and so I like medically I had to wear these huge platform <laughs> shoes. And they're like, okay, okay. So she sent a note. <laughs> I got a prescription for these Spice Girl shoes. <laughs> and they let me wear them. It's what Sporty wears. Yeah, exactly. Oh, too funny. They're not going to argue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your childhood like growing up? I guess your your parents seem to, you're like middle class, upper middle class. Yeah, it's, yeah. No one's, no one's complaining. Yeah. they. I mean, they think. I think it went from like, the class is sort of, upgraded as we got older like yeah, my parents yeah, yeah. started they're, they're getting, getting more, more successful, successful later in life but yeah i, I, I used to fun. think uh, my family was poor uh but then you know my brothers all moved out and then my dad suddenly had money it's <laughs> 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 like oh i get why we didn't have what a was the this... tipping it was a tip off how did you know did you get a pool or something no he bought a cottage <laughs> oh wow yeah 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 the, the, i was like oh you, was we did have money it was just being spent on raising us fucking shitheads <laughs> oh you didn't so you didn't grow up in that cottage no we bought my dad bought that uh we're going on i think nine years oh cool yeah, so it's, i've uh, heard so many legends of your cottage oh yeah yeah i have yeah come Seems up sometime like, oh, eh? i would love to oh. i'm trying to weasel my way into an invitation <laughs> for years no well, it seems fun i like when comics have like getaway my cottages next, my next cottage trip you can't come to because uh <laughs> i'm going away so i don't have to watch everyone's social media fucking <laughs> while they're living life at just for laughs oh really you're yeah. gonna go up to the cottage oh yeah yeah yes. i do it every year i'm like i'm not oh, going good. to the fest so i'm just gonna go hide from all your fucking <laughs> Whatever, you know, good good for everybody. I'm real happy for you, Courtney. It's great. <laughs> That's a good idea, though. Even just for your own little, just away from everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where no, is it? What uh, well, we're, uh, we're in a little town called Magnetowan. It's um, okay. just like between Perry Sound and North Bay. There's like okay. a, It's like a little country highway that runs between them. And nice. we're right on that. Yeah. That's lovely. Yeah, we'll get you up there sometime. Throw you in the river, see how you to. swim. I, I'm a I'm a great swimmer. Yeah, I you love are? swimming. Yeah, good, good. Yep. My parents had a pool. They just threw me in a there. Pool yep. growing <laughs> up. Look at this. 
I guess, um, <laughs> like, what? There's no sports you could play growing up? Uh, I tried a bunch. I tried skating. I liked skating, but Were I, you able I to didn't skate start... with the one fake leg? Yeah, yeah, I could. I'm getting a new leg, which will help me do way more the dream sports. Leg. The we'll dream leg. Don't yeah. Worry. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so this leg though that I have, like, I can do some stuff, but it's definitely limited. But I did, I did skiing for years. I skied for years. Is there figure skating in the Paralympics? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't, um, I haven't paid attention. Do you watch I'm, the Paralympics? I'm so ashamed to say that I don't. <laughs> I, have, I don't watch the Paralympics. But I would like to say that it's progressive because I just don't like sports. And okay. I don't... I use <laughs> arms or no arms or whatever, mm-hmm. legs or conditions. I don't... You got all... I, it's more power to you. But I'm just not interested in it. But I do support it. Um, but, but you I, like when a, when a city's on fire because their team's exactly, doing good. Exactly. I, I like that except when the Leafs get, make the playoffs. Because for the one and a half weeks they last in the playoffs yeah. every year, uh, comedy's really fucking dead. Oh, that's true. I, that is, there are so many like citywide events that really hinder comedy. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, yeah. true. I think anyone's looking for an excuse not to go to comedy. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it, oh, I saw a drop of rain four hours ago. I think I'm staying I'm in staying tonight. Staying in. Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, we're not a growing business. <laughs> what are you doing? Your show is pretty hot, though, right? Most Sometimes, of the time. Yeah, last uh, like we we've been able to last through the summers, which is good because not good. a lot of the shows at the underground um, are yeah doing keep that well. going. But yeah. yeah, we I don't know. We still get like we had forty people in there last week. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's a pretty good. Which um, I I'm happy with. I think like thirties usually the lowest I get in there. That's a slow night, but that's, that's still fucking, a good the night good. when the Leafs yeah. were in the playoffs. And the Raptors were also in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and the Toronto Marlies were in the playoffs, and the Blue Jays were playing. 13 people showed up to my show. Oh, that was uh, the lowest we had in like three years from when I first started. That is low. Thing. Yeah. Leaves. It's low. See, that's what sports does, you know? Don't Bunch of assholes. I, <laughs> Do you ever go to sporting events, though? Like go to um, Jays games? Just, I went to one Jays game when I first moved here, and mm-hmm. I just did it for the novelty of it. I yeah, just well, wanted yeah, to. It was fun though. Going. I was, it, you know, just have a hot dog and a beer. Yeah, yeah just I didn't sit know up what the, the crowd, hell was going drink on. Drink a beer, but, talk to your buddy, yeah, and yeah, then exactly. cheer when everyone else cheers. <laughs> yeah, it's you hear fun. the crack of the bat. You're like, oh hey, hey yeah. there, there's a game going yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> I really just enjoy camaraderie. I think I mm-hmm. think that's what I'm into. I like group. You know, everyone's yeah. getting all fired up together. I like that. I just bought six Jays tickets today. Got my parents coming up. Got my brother and my niece that's awesome we're gonna have a good time yeah eat some chicken wings drink some beers nice maybe dad will tell me he's proud of me i don't know <laughs> i don't know still waiting maybe this time could be one of these days at the jays game yeah yeah like i bought these tickets myself dad not even the nosebleeds <laughs> you just, i just want i'm proud of you so just one just, just one, one. But it's no. coming don't worry <laughs> have faith uh we'll yeah I, my brother played soccer a lot so i would go to his games i didn't like <sighs> swimming i took swimming lessons that's not a sport I, I always wanted to get into synchronized swimming isn't that a weird thing <laughs> that would you, be dumb. did you ever see that old saturday night live skit with martin short and steve martin Mm. Male synchronized swimming. I think it sounds familiar. Oh, it's so good. Martin Short <laughs> had to wear water wings because he didn't <laughs> swim so well, but they were like petitioning to get male synchronized swimming as a sport, the Olympics. Classic, nice. classic old skit. I love, I love Hit Martin Short. Hit the old Short. YouTube machine out I there, will. people. I love Martin Short and uh, Steve Martin. <clears throat> what's uh, what's school like? You a good student? 
Um, when you were a kid, or when I was a kid, I was. I was always a good student, but that school didn't really. It wasn't my style. As I got into university, mm-hmm. like I don't know, did you go to university or college uh, or anything college. like that? Yeah, it just college. wasn't like I just went because I thought that's what you do. Like mm-hmm. you just you graduate high school, you go to college. I did a lot of things because I thought that's yeah, what you exactly. Do. No one like it wasn't <laughs> even on my radar that you could just like stay home for a year and figure your life yeah, out yeah, yeah. and figure it out what you wanted to do. I had no idea that was even an. <laughs> Option. I just went to school. I took English and communication <laughs> studies. Uh, had real rough, real rough couple of years. Yeah. Um, How's elementary school for you? Like, uh, are you, do you get picked on or? Uh, yeah, I yeah? mean, I was bullied, but I feel like I had a pretty evenly enjoyable experience mm-hmm. anyway. If that makes sense, like I still had I had a lot of friends, um, but yeah, there were bullying experiences for sure. I moved. Kids are pricks. Kids are pricks. We moved around a bit, so I went to a bunch of... I went to um, from kindergarten to grade four, one school, and then from grade five, grade five and six, one school, grade seven and eight, a different school, and then nine to OAC, rest in peace. OAC. Went to a different school for that, yeah. Did uh, you do OAC? Uh, no, no I did uh, five years of high school, though. <laughs> 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 I wasn't what you call a good student. Uh, fair enough. I, I did excel in high school, though. Um, did you? Yeah. Or no, in, in college, sorry. Not high oh, okay. school. Yeah. Co- college was uh, was like, hey, I kind of want to do this. But I was did taking you, television broadcasting. Okay. So oh, okay. Well, that's like I a making, pretty streamlined, like, you know. Yeah, I was making videos and like yeah. doing shit and yeah. uh, like writing scripts and stuff. So it was fun. And then, I don't know, they landed me my job at CTV, which mm-hmm. they, they seem to keep me around for some stupid reason. <laughs> Like, do you ever find yourself Googling things that you likely learned in school, but you just didn't pay attention or like you didn't like, I feel like I'm interested in everything that I learned in school. I just didn't want to, I just didn't want to pay attention or work on it while I was there. And now I'm like, oh, I actually did want to learn that. I just, it wasn't the setting for me. Well, like trick, didn't accommodate me. Trigonometry? Is that, (laughs) that, did I say that right? It's like science and stuff (laughs) though, for sure. Science things. I'm very interested in uh, like uh, structural engineering and okay. how, uh, and how buildings are built and what's holding them up and I like yeah I, I I'm very fascinated like at construction sites and I'm always because you go by if you live in the city you go by the same construction site every day and you mm-hmm. watch things being built yeah. And uh, I just, uh, I love watching the process. Yeah, the process, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and just see cool designs and that 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 does interest me. I think I uh, I don't know like George Costanza. I, Probably could have been an architect. <laughs> <laughs> I probably could have been an architect. Yeah, fake <laughs> architect. Casual at least. <laughs> passing thought. I probably might have missed the boat, but I think I could have been an architect. <laughs> hey, who couldn't? I used to. Well, I used to like. Uh, I don't. I guess you probably didn't take the shop route in high school. Like I did like auto- Oh, I did shop. Did you ever do yep. AutoCAD, like drafting mm, and everything? No. I, f- I found that really fun. Just like, I don't know. <laughs> there's there's a lot of straight lines and 90 degree <laughs> angles. It really makes my mind happy. When you're talking, wait, the shop, is that, I took some sort of like wood. Yeah, there's working. wood shop, but there's yeah. like the whole, like you can do wood shop, <laughs> auto shop. Then there's like, uh, like drafting it's like construction like the like the heavy paper, duty stuff the paperwork of oh, okay. building you know no, like i did the wood drawing schematics i made you a- go on a big heist and you gotta look at a building <laughs> schematics i would love to be involved in a big heist i would love what that what would your role be in a heist oh i think i could do wheel so girl? many things could you be wheel girl yeah i don't know i feel like you i drive? could no i can but i don't 
You have a and license? my license is like 10 years expired. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got my beginners and then I was like, I'm never going to drive. I'm too anxious. I don't mm-hmm. trust myself. I know people with less than me, like body parts who drive yeah. very well, but I don't trust myself on the road <laughs> with babies in the backseat. I'm like, is this safe? Um, Jameson, but they can, uh, they do it. Jameson, the one arm. Yeah, Jameson. Like, he, yeah, says, yeah, he, he says he can drive standard. I was like, that's impressive. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, which side? He's uh, which, He's got his right, his right arm, side? so yeah, he could. He can drive stick with the. Yeah, you gotta oh, let. Okay. I guess you gotta let go of the wheel and shift the gears. Yeah. Or who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, let's do this quick. <laughs> I know. I just don't have the patience for driving. Oh, I hear. I feel you. like I could rob a bank, though. I yeah. feel like I could be in a heist. I feel like you know why? Well, because... what do you want? You want to plan something? <laughs> Should we start small? I'm from a we small should. town. Like, okay. I don't know what... I, I mean, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, but like when you rob a bank, when you see it in movies, even like really dumb ones, when you see like a bank heist, you got someone like distracting the teller or whatever. You want to do that? Like they start off by like asking whatever questions and then, yeah. I think I would be... You know who I would be? A good innocuous character that is unassuming and no one suspects that she's up to something and then she is. How about this? How about this? You go into the bank and... um you kind of like have your, your dream leg falls off. Yeah. And when the security guard goes to help you, you grab the leg and bash him over the head with it. <laughs> yeah. And then we fucking, we rush the vault. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And we scoop as much money into the leg as yeah, possible. fill the leg. <laughs> fill the leg up. You put it on the counter with a note. Yeah. Fill this leg, fill with, this leg with money or you will die. <laughs> uh, I'd like to think there's like a gun, like a holster with a gun as part of the leg. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be all right. There'd be so many. There's so many things we can do. Oh man! Isn't that like that movie, that Grindhouse movie with the girl, oh, the yeah, leg, yeah, machine yeah, yeah, gun, yeah, or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I know what. Uh, I yeah, know that yeah. movie. Well, let's do it, man. Let's, I think let's so. Plans. I, I, we'll go to my town move. first. We'll knock off a small town bank. Yeah. Then we'll go to Barry. Then you know, we'll go to Barry. Total, we'll be able to do a good heist in Barry for yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll hide out at your brother's place. <laughs> Till we get sick of that. Jesus Christ, how long we got to stay here? <laughs> like nothing is worth this. Staying in Barry for a night. <laughs> uh, how did he end up in Barry? Well, he, my parents live in Waterloo, so he started there. He works in... Um, okay, a, you, start, you were born in Sarnia? I was born in Sarnia, then, then my parents lived way, to Kitchener-Waterloo, uh, which is where... Started migrating towards yes. the city? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So my parents live in Waterloo. Okay. Um, what, so that's what, where how I old were you when you moved there? Oh, like six months. Like, I don't have any memories of Sarnia. Six months, okay. Um, so my whole life was in Kitchener-Waterloo. And you were born in 84? Yes. When was that piece of shit Bebenek born? He's from there. Bebenek is from Kitchener. Yeah, he's like a year old. A bunch older of us are baby. from um, DJ Demers. Oh, uh, DJ, Kitchener. yeah. Andrea you... Ruda was uh, from Kitchener. Well, the only one was Andre that I haven't had on the old potato files. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, yeah, he was from Kitchener. And uh, yeah, there was a bunch of us. Yeah, but my brother, he, he sells used cars but he does like the fi- he's in like the financing area of a used car company and they move him around so. sounds pretty sleazy <laughs> <laughs> so they move him around so he's not going to be in very long then no he was for a few years and they're moving him to ottawa soon really does yeah. he have a wife yeah he's married and she's just going with the yeah flow? she's very chill she just goes uh with him and they have a very very chill relationship like they just kind of like well i guess this is the next move we're just gonna go and they they do it that's good. They have a really nice, nice houses. So, and yeah, how, how's your love life these days? <laughs> you still dating that boy, Dan? No. <laughs> no. When did that end? Is that, is that, uh, is that a, 
Is that a scar? No, Did no. Uh, rip but a Band-Aid off you? No, no, because it's not recent-ish. But like half a year ago or so. Oh, okay. Um, no, I'm I'm single. I'm very, I'm very, Man. I'm having a good time, you know. What do you do? Do you go on dating sites? I used to. Yeah. I don't anymore. I used to have the dating apps and I used to do Tinder and Bumble, but... I think they're fine. They, they, some people have a lot of fun on them, and I just couldn't get into them. They mm-hmm. stressed me out too much, and I just didn't really feel any... I went on a couple of dates. I've been on some dates that were not even disastrous. Like, they were fine. I just, mm-hmm. n- like, no real match that I sensed. You have a joke about uh, how, you like, you get uh, approached by a lot of fetish people. Yeah. Did you come across those on thing. the dating sites? Not on the dating sites. No, they come to me on Facebook. They yeah. come very personal. They don't want the buffer of Slide a dating right app. In your they e- don't want the third Slide party. in your inbox, eh? <laughs> yeah, they want to be very direct. Um, yeah. Is it like pretty graphic? Do they come Yeah, right I mean, it and- can be. Yeah, it can be. Some of them try to like, it's really weird. It's a really interesting little subculture. Some of mm-hmm. them have profiles where like the name will be like, amp fan or something why or like and then we'll have just a picture of like a sexy leg with like a wearing a stiletto heel or something like very like this is a red like i already know who like what you're about based on the (laughs) fact that you're not showing any pictures of yourself uh yeah it's how do you react when you figure out what they're about girl gonna have a good time or you uh (laughs) i mean i don't want to i don't you know whatever i don't want to be rude i don't want to be rude you know (laughs) let's see what he has to offer it's very interesting. There's some there. I mean, but I think um, I don't know if you can confirm this. Yeah. Um, like somebody like that who um, who has has that fetish or mm-hmm. any fetish that anyone can provide. Yeah, they're gonna treat you really good. Yeah, totally, <laughs> absolutely, and they're not gonna, and they don't want what you think they want. Like mm-hmm. it's like. Like, for example, and they're all over the internet, like, they'll go on YouTube. Like, to them, like, just your body parts alone, not even naked, is very appealing to them. Mm -hmm. So I have a friend who has a prosthetic leg, and he was doing a demonstration of, like, how the new knee works. So he took, he filmed himself and put it on YouTube. And within days, he had, like, thousands and thousands of views. And he was like, I'm so confused. Why are there thousands of views on this one? All I'm doing is, like, walking up and down a hall. And I was like, dude, those are the fetishes. Like, they're coming out. They can see you. And posted in a weird form. (laughs) (laughs) and you're not even doing anything sexual they don't Mm -hmm. that's you know i don't know even i don't think they like the word fetishist i mean what's the the politically correct term there's one term called devotee Devotee. which is like i don't know they seem to think of it as it's very it's very like interesting some of them i've met not in well I don't know. It's so hard. Sometimes I think I've met them in person and I just didn't know until yeah, after, yeah. you know? Um, they come out to your show and then they yes, fucking send yeah, you creepy messages. For sure. Or they don't send creepy messages, but I can just sort of get a sense of... Mm-hmm. But some of them are just like, they just, I don't know. They have a predilection. They they just fancy people. And then some of them are not creepy about it at all. And some of them are very creepy. So I don't know. You, you don't like the creepy ones, but I don't know. No. I think at least to each for their one, own. Teach the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> teach their own. As long as you're not being creepy, be whatever. I think, you know what's more offensive to me is when other people think that it's weird to be into a girl who mm-hmm. has a disability. Like, inherently weird. Like, that. I don't think. Yeah, no, I don't think it's weird. I think that weird. speaks more about that person than anything else. I, I, I don't think it's weird at all. I yeah. think uh, people can like whatever they want. 
And uh, if, uh, I don't know, you, you probably find somebody who's going to take real good care of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if it's not, if, I don't know. I don't think that's the road I'm going to take in terms no? of my dating life. But I, you know, I respect it as a whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, but you might find somebody who likes that who's yeah. just a really good guy, too. That's true. So you got to take those true. chances out there, I guess, eh? Yeah. I don't know. I, I Imagine don't... I dated a guy and I didn't know until like years in. Oh, like he just like <laughs> like years in every like night our you go to sleep and he's just like that. <laughs> <laughs> my legs in the corner and so is he. He's just like <laughs> Are you sucking my fake toes. What's happening right now? <laughs> uh, I'm still upset about. We're gonna talk about your dream leg. Um, yeah. They. I can't believe I got censored by GoFundMe. What? Oh yeah, you did. When I, I donated to your that. dream leg, and uh, they said, write a comment, and I wrote, "I have a fake foot fetish," and then they they and deemed like it that. inappropriate wow. and deleted my comment. That's really wow. I didn't think that they were so closely monitoring people's comments. I wouldn't have thought that, right? I of think GoFundMe? it could be like just trigger words. Like they saw fetish. A fetish they in saw there. fetish. They're like, no way. Because it, I got a notification that was automated that said, uh, "We're reviewing your thing," so it gets flagged. And then it uh, and then it goes what, up to someone... somebody, and then somebody has to look into it because it was like the next day I got a message huh? that said uh, your message has been deleted. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. So what is? Uh, tell me about Dreamleg. Yeah. Okay. So Dreamleg is a state of the art prosthetic leg. It's military grade. So what I've been wearing is called a polycentric knee. So it's just sort of like um metal parts and different things and springs and all kinds of things that I don't really almost like car parts down there um, it's a pretty decent leg what I have but it's not very sturdy and right now prosthetic technology has a brand of leg that's like it's called the Genium X3 mm -hmm. and it's like above and beyond next level it's um it's a microprocessor knee so essentially it's a computer jesus christ um, skynet's yeah. gonna go live Look i know out. <laughs> so it's only been available for six years it's only been available to like common pet like it's it's been it was made and designed for soldiers who lost limbs to go back into combat oh, like shit. It, not even after like to go back into combat so it has different activity modes it um, it's like a very intuitive moves with your body senses your motions um, it's gonna make for like a really smooth gait like change my walking mm -hmm. completely yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's just tons of things that I can't do that people that are very people don't know like when I go up and down stairs I can't go one foot at a time I have to take left foot up drag the right foot left foot up drag the right foot um so this will be like the leg moves completely independently how many times have you walked up the cn tower it's been three times now i'm going back in november Jesus. yeah yeah with this piece Once. of crap leg i've been doing it i've just been dragging <laughs> so this is like the dream leg so i've been so i about like uh maybe almost a year ago I was going to a show and at Comedy Bar, and my leg snapped completely in half on the stairs of Ossington Station, and I was just, like, stranded on the stairs. Mm -hmm. Like, it was, like, clean in half. Like, part of my foot was literally dangling <laughs> off the staircase. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know what to do. Um, so that was... That was like the culmination of a series of problems that I had had with my fake leg. So um, I was like, you know what? 
I need to have this leg. Like, this is going to change my life. It's very, very expensive, and it's not covered by the government, but I'm trying to. We're at $37,000, which is pretty good, and it's been amazing. We're looking for $100,000? We're looking for $100,000. My reach is so insane. (laughs) Tim Golden. Tim Golden, you rich fucking lawyer. Open your checkbook, pal. He's our one listener, Tim Golden. Hi, Tim. Um, Yeah, no, but it's been good. Like, I mean, I've had so much amazing press coverage with it and the donations are always spiking every time I get to promote it even a little bit so it's been really cool do you have to um, wait till like you get to the no, hundred grand or is there no. like you can put a down payment on and yeah then... exactly I have it ordered now so okay. I've done for the past year I've done like a series of home trials and like adjustments and stuff like that so I have it ordered so they're for customizing September. it to you um sort of it's like um like I have a leg nub to the knee like I have mm-hmm. a full kneecap so that's where it ends so so it turns uh, the kneecap? Yeah, it, it does. It can, I can flex like okay, a full okay. kneecap. Um, so that part, you need to make like a casting, like a molding to like like make a secure thing yeah, so I can yeah, slip yeah. my leg into something. And then the bottom half, the knee part is what the dream leg is. It's just the knee. Oh, so okay. they have to like spend months tweaking the, the first part and everything and making sure all the parts are compatible and whatnot. What's, what's the um, delivery date? You didn't get Bombardier so to do it. Eh? They're fucking, <laughs> they're a little behind in things. Well, this thing comes in from Germany, but I did order it. So it's coming in September and uh, yeah, I can do like installment plans. So uh, I'm, I'm still raising the money, but I can do... So I can September, get started. I'm going to start taking up track. Yeah, then, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So things are coming along well, but uh, I'm trying to. Are you to, able to run at all with this leg? Like barely. I can yeah. sort of get a good like gallivant going, a yeah, good yeah, horse yeah. hop, but nothing like all my movements are basically like my real leg dragging dead weight behind it. That's mm-hmm. essentially what my life has been so but is far. It, would it be easier to hop or no? I can hop real professionally. I can hop real good, but I'm not supposed to. Like okay. prosthetic, like prosthetic um, specialists who I know you have like a large fan base of prosthetic specialists <laughs> who are listening to this, but they would be so mad to know that I hop more than I no, should. No, I'm talking like you just ditch the leg and go. Yeah, one that's leg. what I mean. You're not supposed to. Oh, do you're that. not supposed. No, I, it's so bad for you. Okay. For your joints and stuff like that, but it's so easy, and I'm really good at it, Jeff. Like I can <laughs> hop so far and so fast, and I love it. And I hop around my house. I was even like when we were, I had a dream leg appointment, and I was sitting like it's so crazy because I hop everywhere around my house. Um, but they'll have like a bench where you sit down and they're like, okay, take off the leg. And then just like maybe five feet away, another bench where the dream leg is. And they saw me get up and just like hop a couple steps over and they all like gasped. They're like, I can't believe you would hop in front of us. So apparently it's very frowned upon, but I don't know. You got to do what you got to do. I'm not going to put my leg on in the middle of the night and go get water. <laughs> you got to live your life. Pistorius put his legs on before he went and killed his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> He's more efficient. Yeah, yeah. That's how committed to it. Like, hmm, to his own. Someone's in the bathroom. Better get my legs on. Yeah, that's you actually didn't know who so funny that he even, that I'm lazier than Oscar Pistorius. The murderer has more has more. That was a Cal Post, than me. That was a Cal Post joke. Uh, was uh, you know it was a premeditated murder because he put his legs on. <laughs> he put first. his legs on first. That's so funny. Uh-huh. It had to have been then because then he'd have been so small. He'd be pointing up. <laughs> Just hop. He's then that's hop like kind of cute. Yeah. Like a little little guy on his little <laughs> leg stubs, like pointing up. You're like, come on. You don't just slap it out of his. Like, come on. You're being an idiot. Is. 
Oh man, what a <laughs> what a crazy world! And then that I sent you that article. Uh, well, just a screen grab of that. The an armless guy stabbed some tourists in Florida. Oh yeah, we're really. I don't are, know where my people. You guys are, are insane. Headed. You guys are insane. <laughs> I don't know why. I want to put you all in the same group, but fuck, it's watch making out, it people. hard. These people are giving us a bad name. <laughs> you gotta just start a movement. Be the good one. Yeah, I gotta be the good one. Gotta represent my people. <laughs> be the pacifists. Uh, so um. You go, what uh, university did you go to? Windsor. See, you were, you were so, like, you got out of that area, you got out of Sarnia. Yeah, and, and then And you I started moving back. towards real civilization, <laughs> and then you're like, you know what? University to Windsor would be a nice degree to put on the wall. <laughs> In my defense, I knew I was 18, and I came from a very, like, like Christian home, and I, and I didn't know anything about, and I'll be very upfront and honest about this, I didn't get into as many universities as I wanted to that year. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the, I don't know if you remember, the double cohort year. Where it was, it was both, the last yeah, year of OAC. Yeah, it was the last year of OAC. So, like, everyone was yeah, trying to yeah, bum yeah, rush yeah. all the good universities. And my grades were, like, fine, but nothing stellar. And I didn't get into anywhere that I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got into Windsor first. And I didn't know anything about Windsor at all. So, I was just like, well, it's a few hours away. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need to know. I'll just go. And then I, I slowly found out. And what were you taking there? English and communication studies. I did a double okay. a double major. You had a real job before you got into comedy, right? Or like Yeah, yeah. So I was a writer for girl? a long time. Oh, you're I was right. uh I did um copywriting and also just like um like when I first moved here I was a nightlife writer for uh, like a a lifestyle website where they would um send me to cool parties, like brand launch parties, and I would just write review reviews of the, the party and the launch of the brand. Before, like, I guess, because you were born in 84, computers aren't that, you know, <laughs> prevalent everywhere. Yeah. Could you write, like, with a pen? Yeah, or... I loved computers. Loved computers. I but started Could using... you do use a pen or no? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I had pretty use... good pen- penmanship. Yeah. Okay. Both. I used both. I didn't use computers in class or anything or anything special, but mm-hmm. I loved... I had my own computer and I loved typing. I learned how to type really fast and then... How many words a minute? Come on. hundred. hundred words per minute. That's better sure. than me. <laughs> All my I was obsessed. Did you go I'm on the internet a lot? Beckin, baby. Hunting and pecking. No. Are you serious? <laughs> no, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'm like, I don't do the home keys, but I, I kind of like. I use, but you must have like a natural flow though once you get going. Yeah, I don't right? use my pinkies. Okay. I can't. I can never. Like, <laughs> do they come in handy for anything? Pinkies? My pinkies? No. Maybe like the shift key? Or no? Yeah. No, I use the thumb for the shift. Maybe. Mm. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, okay. no. A pinky, maybe. But it's I not use. Like, I do use sticky keys. Okay. I forget sometimes that I have sticky keys on, but yeah, it's easier to just have the shift key. Um, but yeah, I love typing. I was an in- I was obsessed with the internet in the '90s, like chat rooms. I was on chat rooms all the time. <laughs> I like secluded myself. I got catfished so many times. Yeah, no I had doubt. boyfriends. I had like a whole double life on the internet. So I, that's- <laughs> I had a buddy who was all into the chat rooms. I don't think I've ever uh, been in a chat really. Room. Yeah. Oh, it was my life. I was in ChristianChat.com oh. for a, for years, years. Like I had. Real, I had, and I swear to God, I have a friend who uh, I've known since we were 14 years old, and we met at a, in a Christian chat room, and we've been friends the, all these years, and we've met as as adults. Yeah, um, and she, she's one of my closest friends, and it's the weirdest. She's still uh, thumping that Bible, or what? <laughs> no, we're no. both we both uh, went our went our separate. When ways. you went your separate way with yeah. um, our Lord and Savior Jesus <laughs> Christ, 
Um, how did your parents take this? Did they? Um, they're they're not super impressed. I guess. I mean, they're very supportive of me, and they're very supportive of my career. But mm-hmm. they also are dedicated. Like I will say, for one thing, they are very dedicated to their faith. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it only makes sense that they would be a little disappointed in me but are I mean, they are not... they are they like wholesome people as well like can they do, do they mean? come to the comedy shows they come to the com- they prefer <laughs> clean comedy to be yeah, honest yeah, yeah. but I, I do feel that the more comedy shows i bring them to and i you're give them a heads up them. what's that you're desensitizing I do, them I, I, well i don't know if that they're desensitized but i do feel like people especially religious people have no idea what what live comedy can be like mm-hmm. and it's so different to have rules in your head you're like i don't like when people say the f word yeah, i don't yeah, want yeah. feel like when people say this but then when you're in like the live comedy experience like mm-hmm. if you're open-minded like things can be funny that you didn't even think exactly would be funny. well that's what we're supposed to be doing we're exactly. supposed to be making you laugh at the things you can't say exactly and just yeah so i think release, they're getting so. a better sense they're coming to jfl they went to jfl last year with oh. me and they're coming back um they're gonna go to the to my taping do you, do you clean and it up jay okerson is you, gonna be there so nice. <laughs> do you clean it up when uh when they're there yeah. yeah, I still get a little bit nervous. They know I swear. I don't hide mm. too much from them, but yeah, I. Cl- but like also, any sex talk in front I of them, don't do that. No, you no. Don't know. I don't feel comfortable even just for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about like? Know. So they're coming to just for laughs next yeah. week. Well, this I think. Yeah. When's this podcast coming out? Maybe I don't know. You might have already been to just for laughs. Whatever. Um, so, do you have to tailor? What you're gonna say for the your TV taping because they're there? I wouldn't. I would never do that. I would never go so far as to like jeopardize my own set based on who's mm-hmm. watching. I'm very. If I if I want, but is there anything you're nervous about saying no. in front of them while they're there? No, no. Okay, so. But Mike, I mean, I do have some stuff that I guess wouldn't be considered clean, but I think for the most part, I tend to naturally gravitate towards mm-hmm. cleaner. If I can use that word, I don't even like that. <laughs> word because it's very subjective but yeah i think i tend to naturally gravitate towards cleaner comedy anyways yeah. um i've heard no. you tell some like I've good told dirty, dirty shit. jokes yeah i think i have a healthy i mix. think you reserve that stuff for, for my room that's I well, that's just how i see it like oh rooms. this chick's fucked in the head <laughs> <laughs> i mean i definitely will tailor things for different audiences for mm-hmm. sure but i would never like if i had stuff i really wanted to do on tape i would either just say you're gonna hear me do some stuff you might not like or i'd say yeah. maybe this one's not for you but i would never not do it i uh my mom was uh came to see me in niagara falls this weekend and every time she comes to see me mm-hmm. the whole time uh i'm doing my set in my head i'm like has mom heard this one yet and i i because she comes to see me so much i'm yeah. like give mom some new jokes and i don't care what they are yeah like if they're new jokes no matter how filthy they are yeah i shoot them out for mom because that's so cool she comes to see me so much oh that must <laughs> feel so liberating and it was the, it was funny this weekend my mom brought a big crew she had the she had like six of them mm-hmm. two like family friends from when i was growing up like they're uh the, her her friends which i was friends with their kids mm-hmm. um they came and then my mom who's like i think she's 62 or 63 she was the youngest out of the rest of them mm-hmm. um and they were old ladies the one was 91 years old oh my god i was like i'm bringing a 91 year old woman <laughs> to see you and i was like i'm not gonna be clean i was like i warned her she said she's ready for it <laughs> and i went fucking i went real dirty yeah and then uh 
this woman told my mom afterwards, she's like, next time he's in town, you better get me on that list. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. that's so cute. Yeah. So that's so funny. Just... Some of them will surprise you. Mm-hmm. I did a fundraiser for like a bunch of old, old ladies. And I was like, and I did 30 minutes and I kept it real, real squeaky clean. And then at the end, a couple of them came up to me and they're like, you know, we liked you, but you could have been a little dirtier. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. I love dirty. <laughs> I remember I was nervous about, uh, there were some gray hairs in the front row at this show I was doing with uh, Kate Davis. Okay. And this is a few years back, so I'm still pretty new and uh, I'm still pretty, like, dirty. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't have the other gear of, okay, I can tell these jokes and they're acceptable, you know? So I was like, I was nervous. And Kate's like, Kate Davis goes, well, what are you nervous about? They were sucking dicks in cars before you were even born. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. They've lived a life. They've they lived lives. They've mm-hmm. had lives. Yeah. But sure. it is, on the other hand, there are, like, there are old ladies. Like, my grandmother would be completely offended by Ooh, anything I said. Mine, too, for sure. But they're not here anymore. Yeah. I got a grandma, and she's a hardcore Catholic. And, oh, Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And Mine, I, w- I didn't even tell my one grandma that I was a vegetarian because I, would af- <laughs> because I was afraid it would offend her. So I'm I would so never. I don't even think I was doing comedy when she was alive. So I don't think she would have approved of that at all. Are you a vegetarian? Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. I'm so- <laughs> I guess I've seen you eat meat. Yeah. I was for a long time though, like 10 years. You came out for wings one night. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, oh, I yeah. love. It. I haven't been there in a long. What Crown and Tiger? Crown and Crown Dragon. Dragon. I haven't been there in so long. I was just talking about that. Were you there for the Dart Night when I went the legendary Dart Night? I think it was one of my I darts with Hunter. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got the bullseye, and it was just the most <laughs> magical experience ever. That was yeah. so fun. Um, your uh, your other um, buddy from the Waterloo, he was there one night. Oh, Aruda. Yeah. And I, he couldn't even get to the board. <laughs> <laughs> It's a hard game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're a copywriter, and how old are you when you say, you know what, I'm going to give this crazy thing called comedy a try? Uh, I first tried it when I was about 24. Yeah, about 24. I did it in Windsor. 10 years ago? Yeah, I did it in Windsor. You um, You haven't been at it 10 years, have you? Not consistently, but that's when I had my first set. Um, wait, yeah, 20, yeah, about 24. Um, that was my, my first set was 10 years ago too. Was it? Uh, but I was, I haven't been doing I did, I did a contest in Windsor called Windsor's Funniest Person. So that was one of my first sets. I did some like random fundraiser shows where they just wanted some comedy and I was very green and didn't know what I was doing, but ne- neither did they. So they didn't know what they were looking for. Mm-hmm. There wasn't much of a comedy scene in Windsor. So I just did open mics here and there. Uh, then I moved to Toronto and I got that job and I didn't do comedy for like the first three years. I did like... A couple of yucks amateur nights, and then it wasn't until about like five or six years ago that I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna pursue, pursue comedy." Yeah, yeah. I did, that was like similar to my start. Like I, uh, I used to drink at this bar um, over, over on Richmond and Church called mm-hmm. McVeigh's, and yeah. uh, I would just post divorce, and I was just drunk every day, and oh yeah, trying to bang all the waitresses. <laughs> and uh, the one girl ran um, a comedy show there. On yeah. Thursday nights, and she, I was like, I've always wanted to try that. She's like, Well, I'll put you on, and then she put me on, and then ah, I banged her. So clicked. boom! <laughs> I knew that story was going to end that way. Yeah, first night in comedy, I was nice. like, I'll do it. <laughs> Love it. And then when did I meet? I feel like I feel like I met you. Um, 
around the time where there was still a show going on at Amsterdam Bicycle Amsterdam Club. Bicycle Club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was dating uh, Chrissy Cunningham. Chrissy, yeah. I yeah, think yeah. it was around those days that I, that I had met you. Yeah. 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 That, yeah that, was, uh, that, was that was some years ago. It was, yeah. But uh, yeah, once, I, I don't know, I think we kind of have similar of like, because I just bummed around and didn't really do it. And yeah. then something clicked and I was just like, yeah, okay, let's do this. Like, let's and do then it, it was just, uh, you know, you hit the ground running and, yeah. uh, you know, good things, good things happen. Yeah, I exactly. I don't know. I'm yeah. still waiting for some. <laughs> <laughs> you got lots of good things. You got your icebreakers oh, festival. Oh, you fine. I have, I have no stuff. complaints, man. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing. Yeah, need but to be. I know what you mean. Like you're always. It's always like the next thing in comedy mm. too. It's like a very well, that's, momentous. Yeah, job. and it's like uh, it's. I don't know, man. Everyone the the age we live in with everyone gets a fair shot. Everything it shouldn't work in this business. <laughs> Like, I don't know, people are like, well, you get, it, you get this, so you, you don't know. And I'm like, I don't get shit, man. Like, there's so much shit I want to do, yeah. and I can't bitch that I'm not getting it because they're not being inclusive. It's just I'm not funny enough. And once I become funny enough. That's true, but there's also, I feel, I don't know, there's so many tiers of, I don't, I think that we can all agree, and I'm not saying this is good or, good or bad, um, but I don't think we would all agree that every single person who has gotten a certain thing that we all find them the exact same level of funny oh, as everyone else. Yeah, there, there's some see, people that you we see, see some lists here like what's what's happening. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not saying that that's but that's just that's just a fact of what happens in the industry. So mm -hmm. it's like all kinds of levels yeah, of and, people well, at different pursuits. And then there's these people that they like they they just bitch about they're being marginalized and everyone's being marginalized in this business. It's just there is so many like Aren't, there's so few opportunities for so many comics. There are a lot and of comics there's and very just, few opportunities. And so nobody's getting anything except a certain group of people. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter what color they are, uh, what gender they are. It doesn't matter about that. There's still people being left behind. And I find it weird that there are so many people going, well, we should get this too. Like, yeah, everyone should get this. But there's not enough room for everybody. Yeah, you sort of and have to wait You shouldn't make it about... Um, you're not getting it because who you are. It's you're not getting it because I don't know. If you're being marginalized, if you're a marginalized comic and you want to get into the mainstream, the mainstream might not want to see you. You know, like mm -hmm. it's just a. And the whole thing is go start your own thing. That's how everything's start your worked. Own thing from, is a good like Chantel Morastica mm -hmm. has do done like so much for uh, the LGBT. Yeah. I don't even know the yeah. whole thing, but she's out there. Like she saw that this group of people weren't getting um, their just due. And mm -hmm. so she's creating opportunities for them. And it's just, I don't know, man, it's weird that everyone just thinks they should get a turn because they're here and nobody thinks about being funny anymore, you know? Yeah, I think people can definitely benefit from just like making the rounds and being funny and working hard mm -hmm. and knowing that those the shows that you're doing are good opportunities. Like those are your opportunities to sharpen your skills and get better and better. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and you're right. People like Chantel are opening huge doors and those showcases are amazing. But yeah, I definitely, I agree. But it's, it's like, um, I don't know, like it'd be like a group of alt comedians bitching. They're not getting <laughs> tapings at just for laughs. Like, well, you're an alt comic, you know, and what they do is they find their audience. Mm -hmm. So, Plus, they kind of are getting tapings at Just for Laughs. Some of them. <laughs> there's a few of, but that's there's the thing. Some. There's a few of them. There's a few of these. There's a few of everybody. Yeah. Like yeah. if you go through that lineup, um, it is 
so diverse. Like, it's one of the most diverse lineups they've ever had. Yeah. And I don't understand why people still Wait, complain. Wait, which, which one? Which, Just for laughs right now. Like this year? Yeah. Yeah, like yeah it's, sure. It's including everybody, but you can only include a couple people from each group you know plus i mean and this is something that i had to learn is like if i want to level up and there are certain opportunities that i've been getting that it's not necessarily that that i didn't feel ready for them but they reminded me like oh you still have to work you still Mm -hmm. have to write more jokes and get better and sometimes you're going to bomb real hard at things that are very important to you and that's all right Um, you got to keep doing you got to keep doing it you you don't want to because you don't want those you don't want that kind of stuff to happen to you when you don't feel ready. Like mm-hmm. you want to be able to go to the mics and go to the shows and work on your jokes and like have a good polished set that you feel is ready for TV. I was hosting Amateur Night Before last year's um, Just for Laughs. Yeah. And somebody was there working on their set and they did not, they should not have been going to Just for Laughs. <laughs> and they confessed that to me. In the little cubby there at Yuckus. Mm. Like, I don't even know why they're sending me. I'm not ready for this. And I was like, that's a good attitude to have. <laughs> no. And then brought, brought them up on stage. And I was just like, what the fuck? You know? Mm. Like, it's... Did I they have a good set? Or was it the, them in their heads a lot? Or um, what, what was that about? I don't know. I don't think they're, they, they, were, they were at the level they should be to get that festival. Okay. It, like, it was a very weird, like, when this person got it, you're like, what the fuck is going on with this industry? And sure. then, um, and then for that person to admit they're not ready, you're like, oh, oh, oh fuck! Why do you take it? Why just say yes? But like, why would you? <laughs> but like at the same time, why would you not though? And also, I think you could say yes and feel. I feel like you could say yes and maybe feel like you're not ready, but at least mentally get ready. Like at least maybe you're not going to have this whole set of your life or the set mm-hmm. of the fast, but at least be like, I'm going into this feeling like at least this is. A step forward in my career and I can learn from this and I can do the best I can from where I'm at because otherwise who's gonna say no to just yeah, for laughs I know but I'm just saying that just for laughs shouldn't be that learning experience for yeah. you you should be prepared for that show when you get the show but sure. I don't know there's a lot of people being left behind and I don't understand why there's people like we all can't go there are thousands yeah, of people trying to be stand-up go. comedians in the city yeah. And there's just not enough room. So I don't know. That's my fucking take on it. <laughs> this is supposed to be we're a comedy gonna get, podcast. We're going to get our chance. We just let's, we'll keep, keep working at it, you know? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not, I'm, I don't worry about it. I'm not. No, concerned. no, I know. I think I'm, I'm, the, I'm, I'm exactly where I community. should be. Yeah. And if I don't get it this year and I don't get it, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. I'm still. Yeah. I still work, you know? Exactly. Like there's people that go to get TV tapings that that's the only stand-up comedy money they make in a year yeah and i'm just like i it's i make money doing this i'm doing i'm a working comedian so why would i be bitter that i'm not going to work over there you know i can just go work over here yeah for sure so and you know i create my own shit icebreakers comedy festival (laughs) on the lake baby (laughs) um and we're you know one day we're gonna be whatever it's it's, (laughs) no it's (laughs) fun It's a fun thing to do, and I'm. It's also yeah. I'm having fun doing it. It's growing every exactly, year. Exactly, and, and you're having fun, and you yeah. can tell when you. And it's it's also like all of these things are just other things. It's, there are so many people who have what everyone wants, and they're miserable people. Mm-hmm. And I would rather not have that. Well, I'd I, rather live in Barry than be a person with <laughs> fifteen just for laugh galas, and they're a piece of shit. You know. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I um, I think uh, are like, do you find you're prepared because you're getting a lot of things, and I think it's great. I think because um, a lot of people uh, with disabilities or what have you will, um, they'll try to do things like this, and mm-hmm. some of them expect to move on because you know they're they're looking for that sympathy card yeah and i like that the industry does filter a lot of these people out i mean like you can't just come in here and make mm-hmm. jokes that aren't funny about your condition like you still yeah. have to be a comedian you and that's what you do like you come up you diffuse people's thoughts of you when they see you mm-hmm. you make make some jokes and then you go and tell your your, your mm-hmm. act you know and it's yeah. it's a building act and you're doing great at mm-hmm. it and um i think right. uh, i think you get everything you deserve kid thank you so that's very the good sweet. fucking work all thank right? you have fun i just for laughs thanks jeff uh-huh um that's almost been an hour did you have yeah, fun i did have fun did you learn this anything really good you feel better i do i feel great I good, feel I feel good, great. Good. This was a great chat. Where can uh, where can we go? This dream leg is uh, yeah. So that's on GoFundMe, GoFundMe.com slash dreamleg. That's where that is, and I have my whole story there. And um, other than that, Court Gilmore on Twitter, Courtney Courtney Gilmore Facebook. Nice. You know, do you use because everything you post, you're always in capitals. Yeah, a lot of my stuff is all caps. Do you have to type that? Because Siri's <laughs> not going to capitalize things for you, is she? Yeah, no, I type it. Okay. Cause I, I didn't even think of I think people ask me that a lot if I do speech to text. I don't even think of that. Yeah. I probably should. I like, could just Siri yell. don't capitalize shit. <laughs> Siri, capitalize No, I just type it. Yeah. Um, okay, okay. Just leave that caps lock. Do you, ever, do you use the voice command at all? Never, never. Really? I don't even know where it, where it is on my phone or computer. You got an iPhone? Yeah. Just hold that button, the one button. Just press the one button. Your voice yeah, but... Hold, you'll, it'll just and then it'll up. type it into, like, Facebook and stuff? Oh, I don't know about that. Is it quick, though? Oh, no. Oh, I tried on once... On Facebook, there's, like, a... There's a there's a little, little microphone. Button. I tried once on Google Docs to, like, write notes. It just... It was <laughs> like, I don't know how to do a period. How do you do a period to stop the sentence and start another one? I couldn't figure that out. Double space bar. Is that on How do you say... Now? What do you mean? Oh, I guess when if you're talking... How do you say, No, though? if you're talking... You yeah. just say your punctuation. Like I do it because uh, my car. Like you say period? Yeah, my car I feel connects. Like I've tried that. My car connects to uh, my phone so I can be hands free, but I can say on hands free texts. Hmm. And I just, you have to say period or comma, okay. exclamation point. Yeah. And it'd be weird, I guess, if you wanted to, like, say you wanted to text somebody, I'm on my period. Do you think Siri would just say, I'm on? <laughs> I'm on. <laughs> I'm on my. I'm on my. I'm on my period, period. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. It seems slow. I've never had to text that before. I like the I like the old fashioned clickety clackety of the of the typing. Clickety clackety. Yeah. All right. So Court Gilmore. Yes. Twitter, Instagram. Instagram, Courtney J Gilmore. Follow me. Find her out there on Tinder, Bumble. No, I deleted that. Deleted it. Find her in real life. Find eh? me in real life. Just track follow me down. Follow her home one Come night. Come to my shows. Follow me home. <laughs> slide into that inbox (laughs) (laughs) so creepy (laughs) all right well we're gonna go we're gonna do we're gonna go tell some jokes Mm -hmm. at the underground comedy club for dope in my comedy it's where i am every single wednesday uh you guys are missing tonight because this podcast comes out in like two weeks but um 
all just for laughs, people, getting ready for their TV sets. By the time this comes out, uh, Courtney Gilmore will be a big star in Montreal. <laughs> She's going to have American agents. She's going to have her own sitcom. And I'm going to have fucking nothing. I'm going to have this goddamn <laughs> podcast on Never Sleeps Network here. <laughs> Live from Alex Ross's apartment. Yes. Um, but yeah, guys, come find me, Jeff Paul, on all the socials. Courtney, this was a fun fucking talk. Thanks for having me. I'm this glad you came. Um, thank you for coming down, and uh, let's get you to the show. Let's eh? go. Let's do all it. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Hello to the five people still listening and mom. Thank you for listening to the Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. Now that you're done this, go check out another NSN podcast created right here in Toronto. Comedy and wrestling fans, check out Casey Corbin's wrestling podcast, Talkin' Wrestling, here on NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.